Hello. So, it's just slightly after midnight. Um, I guess technically it's the 12th, but I'm just gonna say it's the 11th, because that's when I did all this writing. But anyway, I did some writing on the Defender. It kind of took me a while to get to my word count goal, but I didn't start till later, and I admittedly wasn't that uh, motivated today. Like, this week, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know what's going on with this past week. Like, I had no motivation pretty much the entire week. And maybe I'm just suffering from a little bit of burnout. And I know there were some unfortunate, like, things that went on um, during the previous week, so I think I'm just kind of suffering from that, um, and the fact that it was really hot, and now it's sort of cool again, but, like, the weather's been kind of weird, and I think my mind's just been on other things, I'm not really even sure what my mind's been on, honestly, I keep thinking about Endgame, like, <laughs> It's one of these movies that has time travel in it. Sorry, spoiler. Um, but I think most people know that. So I don't know that it is a spoiler. Like, I think all the way back when Infinity War was released, I think people thought that time travel had something to do with the next Avengers film, and it did. Well, and especially once you have Ant-Man and, like, the whole thing with the Quantum Realm, like, I think most people kind of thought that's where they were going. And then, like, when they released some of those trailers for the movie, like, they were all in those, uh, suits, which are called, like, the Quantum Suits, or something um so anyway not what I wanted to talk about uh, I think this is going to be my first rewrite diary for um this story the defender I totally forgot what the book's called, was called for a moment um so today I wrote like 1,125 words, and pretty much my average has been somewhere around 782 words a day. I still have 28 days remaining on my, like, challenge time thing, um, and pretty much I just have to write 739 words a day. To meet my quota. I'm kind of hoping that tomorrow I might get a little bit done, but it's Mother's Day, so I don't know. <laughs> Again, like, I'm just hoping this week will be better because I really hate not having any motivation <laughs> because it's so weird because it just kind of came on me all of a sudden. I know a lot of it did have to do with me not sleeping and all the unfortunate incidents and whatever but it just it's weird how it just kind of came out of nowhere anyway I already 
I feel like I just said that and then I repeated myself. Anyway, um, I'm tired. Um, anyway, so what I wanted to talk about was for the Defender, I think... I don't want to mention it yet because I haven't figured out a way to really work it in and I don't really know if it's a good idea but like it actually kind of makes sense um but I think I did figure out something that kind of replaces the thing in a rebel rising which is what this story is from if you're new here um I had this thing in the original draft where basically all these kids who got kidnapped, once they get out of high school or whatever and they'd be over 18, it was usually like when they were 19 or something, their parents would just kind of randomly get killed and it would look like an accident but it like totally wasn't an accident. Like. It was one of those things where anyone who looks at the car crash are like, yeah, this was made to look like an accident, but it isn't actually. Like, they could tell that, but the people who did the thing were so crafty that, like, you couldn't tell who did it, and they didn't leave behind any evidence. And so, it was just kind of either a cold case, or it was just like... Yeah, well, <laughs> it's an accident, even though most people who really looked at it would be like, no, it really isn't. Anyhow, so I think this might replace that, because I always found that a little difficult to believe that not only would these kids be kidnapped for a year and then return with, like, nobody finding out, and then... I also found it odd that their, like, that their parents just would get killed and just, it was weird. And then also, one thing I think I'm changing, I'm not exactly sure how to get around it because in the original draft, Kara was just the best friend and she ended up finding out that Bella was a superhero. But, like, she didn't know that, like, at first, and she wasn't really a part of it. Like, she didn't get superpowers. Bella got them kind of on her own. And then, actually, she didn't even meet Kara until after she had superpowers. And she just kind of told her friend that because her, because Kara kind of figured it out. She's like, what aren't you telling me? And Bella ended up having to admit that she had superpowers. So, um, but in this one, they actually both got superpowers, but they're different. Like, I think they each can run a little bit faster. Their metabolism, the, their metabolism is a little bit better. They heal quicker. Um, and I think they have, like, increased vision and hearing and, like, hand-eye coordination. 
maybe they they automatically notice more things about people and things. Like, have you do you remember in um, the Born Identity specifically where he's like, oh, I can tell that our waitress is left-handed. And I memorized the license plates of all the cars outside. And the man at the bar carries a gun. And he weighs so much. And he knows how to handle himself. And, like, all this stuff. Like, he just lists off a bunch of random details. But, like, it's something sort of like that. Um, but... I think some people are going to be better at that than others. I think Kara, she is more like, she was already more physically in tune with her body, I guess. Like, she she was a little more fit. Um, and this, a lot of this comes from Bella's point of view. So, like, she thinks her friend is taller and like thinner and prettier and she actually thinks her friend is smarter than her when actually Bella's the smart one. Um, I mean they're both intelligent but like Bella is actually really really intelligent. It's just people don't notice that right up front because she's so quiet and reserved. Um, but Kara, she looks at more of the analytical side of things whenever she is, like, being serious and academic or whatever. Um, and she ends up getting some of that strategy talent um, that I was telling you about before. And Bella, she has a little bit of that, but her strength is mainly that... She remembers lots and lots of details. Um, not even just the things I mentioned, sort of like from the born identity. Um, she can remember basically whole movies. She can remember basically whole books. Um, she does this thing where she's training and she actually has super speed. But she decided, like her and Kara both decided... That, like, since Kara's things were basically telekinetic and, um, like, mind control sort of things and using your mind to do stuff, like I said, sort of like a Jedi Scarlet Witch sort of situation, um, <laughs> she can do stuff like that. And that probably isn't the only thing she can do, but, like, that's her main superpower. And Bella's, surprisingly, like, for her character, like, this would surprise her. But, like, she is now very much able to use her body and um, things she would have had trouble with before. Like, you know, if you have ever wanted to learn like a dance that's in a movie or a music video or something like that and it's kind of hard to put yourself into the dance because you're watching them 
and whatever you're doing is going to be the opposite, like, because it's mirrored, um, and so it's kind of hard to learn it, and you almost need someone to show you slash teach you how to do it, like, some people are really good at that stuff, but, like, I know I'm not, I've always wanted to learn how to do the thriller dance, but, like, one, I'm not coordinated, not a very good dancer, and I don't know anybody who knows how to do the entire thing. So, I've always wished I could learn, and um, so one of the things Bella ends up being able to do, and that's um, something that I find cool about her character, like this new iteration of her, is... Um, her and Kara decide that they're going to kind of work together. And even though Bella's powers aren't mind control, like that's not her talent, she can kind of do some of the stuff if she really concentrates on it. But that's not her thing. It's not her superpower. Um, and she can't actually manifest whatever power it is. But some of the things she can channel her, like, super speed or her super intelligence or, like, whatever. She can channel a little bit of that into something that ends up sort of kind of resembling something that Kara would do. But Kara is the expert in that. Just as Bella ends up being the expert in figuring out, like, um... Basically, she gets her favorite movies and television shows that have, like, action in them. Um, like, different fight sequences and different, like, stunts. And she even uses some things from, like, dance. And she tries to, like, incorporate all this stuff. And she makes these, like, loops um, so that her and Kara can, like, learn how to emulate all these different things and simulate these fights so that their muscle memory gets built up. Um, and one of the things is, they don't know why they have these powers. Like, they know that someone gave them something that gave them the powers, but they don't know why. They're like, because it doesn't seem like they would want us to just be going out and training and doing good deeds for people like that just seems like a really weird thing to do like you would think if they wanted you to become a superhero that they would just kind of come up to you or like whatever they would say hey do you want to participate in this study or do you want to get like super serum or something which that's awkward but like you know what I'm talking about. I was like, oh, how would you like to enroll in this thing where you might get superpowers? Okay. Anyway, so there's that. But I'm, I am, I am kind of excited about it. I think this is really weird. I think my least perspective, my least favorite perspective so far is the one with the friends in it, honestly. I am liking the, uh, at least right now, the thing that takes place at, like, the laboratory 
because I love um, the character of Anna Blake and I like the character of Scarlet Pierce. Like, I think those are both really two cool characters. And Scarlet's a little more like, um, she's a little more outgoing and she's a little bolder in the things that she says. And she's a little more able to get her thoughts out. Um, and she does it a lot more quickly than her counterpart. Um, <laughs> and there's actually someone, and he, he recently took over from someone else, but this is that Ethan Robertson, and I decided to go in a different direction with this character, in a way, like, he's still in the story, and he has pretty much the same position he's always had in the entire story, but there is a difference, and the difference is, originally, I was going to have him be a love interest for the main character, which is Bella. But I kind of, when I was writing the first story, I thought there was a lot of chemistry between Ethan and, like, Scarlet and Anna. Like, Maybe not necessarily a romantic thing between the three of them. Because that would be kind of weird. Um, but they just had a good, like, rapport. So I ended up thinking that, like, Anna would be a good kind of match for Ethan. And perhaps that can be something like they have this relationship where they technically work together, but he's like her boss. So it's like not proper for them to date. And both of them know that, but they just kind of really like each other. And of course, Scarlet finds it amusing. And so she's the that friend who's like, yeah, you totally have a crush on that guy. Um, can you tell him his hair looks sexy pushback? Anyway, I was quoting Mean Girls, if you didn't realize. Um, one of my favorite things to quote. Anyway, um, so, I mean, that kind of means that there isn't an, a love interest for for Bella, but, um, that can come later, and, like, I think it probably would have still happened that Bella and, um, Ethan would have been a couple if it weren't for the fact that I knew I wanted this other character, Anna, like, I discovered this character, Anna, like, I decided I wanted her to be a part of my book, like, early on in the process of A Rebel Rising, but, like, I didn't know, know the character. 
I started out with Scarlet Pierce, and I was like, it'd be really cool if she had someone to talk to. So, and then Anna, and I really liked that character. I like Scarlet, too. She's awesome. Um, but I already had her have a boyfriend. Um, and, like, I thought Anna just kind of seemed a little bit mysterious in a way. And, like, in that original draft, it really didn't seem like there was much chemistry between just necessarily Ethan and Anna. But I do think there is a rapport between the two girls and him. Like, but yet, in the original draft, I had him be a little too stuck on Bella like he doesn't even know her so it became kind of awkward like they he had a crush on her and like she's never met him before she's never seen him she doesn't know of him and like I think there was something in the original draft where um you know how a lot of times, like, the police will know pretty much that someone did something. But, like, they have no real way of proving it. Because their evidence right now is circumstantial. But they just have a feeling that this person is the person who did it. Or, like, they've kind of said without saying that they did it. Like... I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's just really hard because you can't actually put them behind bars. Like, you can't get a search warrant or any of that stuff. But you can't really break in and get it because that's against the law. Um, and you can lose your badge for that. Um... Anyway, I I love how I'm, like, acting like I know all about law enforcement when I don't, really. Most of my knowledge just comes from watching television and reading books. <laughs> but, like, you know. Anyway, so that's kind of really all I have to talk about right now. Um, I think all together I have like 5,000 something words. So it's kind of going slowly but surely. And I think it's actually gone pretty okay considering how crappy this week was. Really seeing Endgame was like the highlight of the week. Well obviously. But like it was the best thing to happen all week. And that's definitely not an understatement. <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't really have anything else to talk about. So I'm going to shut up now. Hello. So it's just slightly after midnight. Um, I guess technically it's the 12th, but I'm just gonna say it's the 11th, 
because that's when I did all this writing. But anyway, I did some writing on the Defender. It kind of took me a while to get to my word count goal, but I didn't start till later, and I admittedly wasn't that uh, motivated today. Like, this week, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know what's going on with this past week. Like, had no motivation pretty much the entire week. And maybe I'm just suffering from a little bit of burnout. And I know there were some unfortunate, like, things that went on um, during the previous week. So I think I'm just kind of suffering from that. Um, and the fact that it was really hot and now it's sort of cool again, but like the weather's been kind of weird. And I think my mind's just been on other things. I'm not really even sure what my mind's been on. Honestly, I keep thinking about Endgame. Like, it's one of these movies. Since it has time travel in it. Sorry, spoiler. Um, but I think most people know that. So I don't know that it is a spoiler. Like, I think all the way back when Infinity War was released... I think people thought that time travel had something to do with the next Avengers film, and it did. Well, and especially once you have Ant-Man and, like, the whole thing with the Quantum Realm. Like, I think most people kind of thought that's where they were going. And then, like, when they released some of those trailers for the movie, like, they were all in those, uh suits which are called like the quantum suits or something um so anyway not what I wanted to talk about uh, I think this is going to be my first rewrite diary for um this story the defender I totally forgot what the book's called <laughs> was called for a moment um so, today I wrote, like, 1,125 words, and pretty much my average has been somewhere around 782 words a day. I still have 28 days remaining on my, like, challenge time thing, um, and pretty much I just have to write 700 39 words a day to meet my quota. I'm kind of hoping that tomorrow I might get a little bit done, but it's Mother's Day, so I don't know. <laughs> Again, like, I'm just hoping this week will be better because I really hate not having any motivation <laughs> because it's so weird because it just kind of came on me all of a sudden. I know a lot of it did have to do with me not sleeping and all the unfortunate incidents and whatever. But it just, it's weird how it just kind of came out of nowhere. Anyway, I already, <laughs> I feel like I just said that and then I repeated myself. Anyway, um... <sighs> Um, 
anyway. So what I wanted to talk about was for the Defender, I think, I don't want to mention it yet because I haven't figured out a way to really work it in. And I don't really know if it's a good idea, but like it actually kind of makes sense. Um, but I think I did figure out something that kind of replaces the thing in a Rebel Rising, which is what this story is from, if you're new here. Um, I had this thing in the original draft where basically all these kids who got kidnapped, once they get out of high school or whatever, and... They'd be over 18. It was usually like when they were 19 or something. Their parents would just kind of randomly get killed. And it would look like an accident. But it like totally wasn't an accident. Like it was one of those things where anyone who looks at the car crash. You're like yeah this was made to look like an accident. But it isn't actually. Like they could tell that. But the people who did the thing were so crafty that like you couldn't tell who did it and they didn't leave behind any evidence and so it was just kind of either a cold case or it was just like yeah well <laughs> it's an accident even though most people who really looked at it would be like no it really isn't anyhow so I think this might replace that because I always found that a little difficult to believe that not only would these kids be kidnapped for a year and then return with like nobody finding out and then I also found it odd that their <laughs> like that their parents just would get killed and just it was weird and then also, one thing I think I'm changing, I'm not exactly sure how to get around it. Because in the original draft, Kara was just the best friend. And she ended up finding out that Bella was a superhero. But, like, she didn't know that, like, at first. And she wasn't really a part of it. Like, she didn't get superpowers. Bella got them kind of on her own. And then, actually, she didn't even meet... Kara until after she had superpowers and she just kind of told her friend that because her because Kara kind of figured it out she's like what aren't you telling me and Bella ended up having to admit that she had superpowers so um but in this one they actually both got superpowers, but they're different. Like, I think they each can run a little bit faster. Their metabolism, the, their metabolism is a little bit better. They heal quicker. Um, and I think they have, like, increased vision and hearing and, like, hand-eye coordination Maybe they're, they automatically notice more things about people and things. Like, have you, do you remember in, um, The Born Identity specifically, where he's like, 
oh, I can tell that our waitress is left-handed, and I memorized the license plates of all the cars outside, and the man at the bar carries a gun, and he weighs so much, and he knows how to handle himself, and, like, all this stuff. Like, he just lists off a bunch of random details, but, like, it's something sort of like that. Um, but I think some people are going to be better at that than others. I think Kara, she is more like, she was already more physically in tune with her body, I guess. Like, she, she was a little more fit. Um, and this... A lot of this comes from Bella's point of view. So, like, she thinks her friend is taller and, like, thinner and prettier. And she actually thinks her friend is smarter than her when actually Bella's the smart one. Um, I mean, they're both intelligent, but, like, Bella is actually really, really intelligent. It's just people don't notice that right up front. Because she's so quiet and reserved. Um, but Kara, she looks at more of the analytical side of things. Whenever she is like being serious and academic or whatever. Um, and she ends up getting some of that strategy talent um, that I was telling you about before. And Bella... She has a little bit of that, but her strength is mainly that she remembers lots and lots of details. Um, not even just the things I mentioned, sort of like from the born identity. Um, she can remember basically whole movies. She can remember basically whole books. Um, she does this thing where she's training and she actually has super speed, but she decided, like, her and Kara both decided that, like, since Kara's things were basically telekinetic and, um, like, mind control sort of things and using your mind to do stuff, like I said, sort of like a Jedi Scarlet Witch sort of situation um <laughs> she can do stuff like that and that probably isn't the only thing she can do but like that's her main superpower and Bella's surprisingly like for her character like this would surprise her but like she is now very much able to use her body and um, things she would have had trouble with before, like, you know, if you have ever wanted to learn, like, a dance that's in a movie or a music video or something like that, and it's kind of hard to put yourself into the dance because you're watching them and whatever you're doing is going to be the opposite, like, because it's mirrored. Um, and so it's kind of hard to learn it and you almost need someone to show you slash teach you how to do it. Like some people are really good at that stuff, but like 
I know I'm not. I've always wanted to learn how to do the thriller dance, but like, one, I'm not coordinated, not a very good dancer, and I don't know anybody who knows how to do the entire thing. So, I've always wished I could learn, and um, so one of the things Bella ends up being able to do, and that's um, something that I find cool about her character, like this new iteration of her, is... Um, her and Kara decide that they're going to kind of work together. And even though Bella's powers aren't mind control, like that's not her talent, she can kind of do some of the stuff if she really concentrates on it. But that's not her thing. It's not her superpower. Um, and she can't actually manifest whatever power it is. But... Some of the things she can channel her, like, super speed or her super intelligence or, like, whatever. She can channel a little bit of that into something that ends up sort of kind of resembling something that Kara would do. But Kara is the expert in that. Just as Bella ends up being the expert in figuring out, like, um... Basically, she gets her favorite movies and television shows that have, like, action in them. Um, like, different fight sequences and different, like, stunts. And she even uses some things from, like, dance. And she tries to, like, incorporate all this stuff. And she makes these, like, loops um, so that her and Kara can like learn how to emulate all these different things and simulate these fights so that their muscle memory gets built up um and one of the things is they don't know why they have these powers like they know that someone gave them something that gave them the powers but they don't know why they're like because it doesn't seem like they would want us to just be going out and training and doing good deeds for people like that just seems like a really weird thing to do like you would think if they wanted you to become a superhero that they would just kind of come up to you or like whatever they would say hey do you want to participate in this study or do you want to get like super serum or something which that's awkward but like you know what I'm talking about. I was like, oh, how would you like to enroll in this thing where you might get superpowers? Okay. Anyway, so there's that. But I'm, I am, I am kind of excited about it. I think this is really weird. I think my least perspective, my least favorite perspective so far is the one with the friends in it, honestly. I am liking the, uh, at least right now, the thing that takes place at, like, the laboratory, because I love, um, the character of Anna Blake, and I like the character of Scarlet Pierce, like, I think those are both really two 
cool characters. And Scarlet's a little more like, um, she's a little more outgoing and she's a little bolder in the things that she says. And she's a little more able to get her thoughts out. Um, and she does it a lot more quickly than her counterpart. Um, and there's actually someone and he, he recently took over from someone else, but this is that Ethan Robertson. And I decided to go in a different direction with this character in a way, like he's still in the story and he has pretty much the same position he's always had in the entire story but there is a difference and the difference is originally I was gonna have him be a love interest for the main character which is Bella but I kind of when I was writing the first story <sighs> I thought there was a lot of chemistry between Ethan and, like, Scarlet and Anna. Like, maybe not necessarily a romantic thing between the three of them, because that would be kind of weird. Um, but they just had a good, like, rapport. So, I ended up thinking that, like, Anna would be a good kind of match for Ethan and perhaps that can be something like they have this relationship where they technically work together but he's like her boss so it's like not proper for them to date and both of them know that but they just kind of really like each other and of course Scarlet finds it amusing and so she's the that friend Who's like, yeah, you totally have a crush on that guy. Um, <laughs> can you tell him his hair looks sexy pushback? Anyway, I was quoting Mean Girls, if you didn't realize. Um, one of my favorite things to quote. Anyway, um, so, I mean, that kind of means that there isn't an, a love interest for for Bella, but um, that can come later. And, like, I think it probably would have still happened that Bella and um, Ethan would have been a couple if it weren't for the fact that I knew I wanted this other character, Anna, like, I discovered this character, Anna. Like, I decided I wanted her to be a part of my book. Like, early on in the process of A Rebel Rising. But, like, I didn't know, know the character. I started out with Scarlet Pierce. And I was like, it'd be really cool if she had someone to talk to. So, and then Anna. And... I really like that character. I like Scarlet too. She's awesome. Um, but I already had her 
have a boyfriend. Um, and, like, I thought Anna just kind of seemed a little bit mysterious in a way. And, like, in that original draft, it really didn't seem like there was much chemistry between just necessarily Ethan and Anna. But I do think there is a rapport between the two girls and him. Like, but yet, in the original draft, I had him be a little too stuck on Bella. Like, he doesn't even know her. So, it became kind of awkward. Like, they, he had a crush on her. And, like, she's never met him before. She's never seen him. She doesn't know of him. And, like, I think... There was something in the original draft where, um, you know how a lot of times, like, the police will know pretty much that someone did something, but, like, they have no real way of proving it because their evidence right now is circumstantial, but they just have a feeling that this person is the person who did it. Or, like, they've kind of said without saying that they did it. Like, I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's just really hard because you can't actually put them behind bars. Like, you can't get a search warrant or any of that stuff. But you can't really break in and get it because that's against the law. Um... And you can lose your badge for that. Um, anyway, I I love how I'm like acting like I know all about law enforcement when I don't really. Most of my knowledge just comes from watching television and reading books. <laughs> but like, you know. Anyway, so that's kind of really all I have to talk about right now. Um, I think all together I have like 5,000 something words. So it's kind of going slowly but surely. And I think it's actually gone pretty okay considering how crappy this week was. Really, seeing Endgame was like the highlight of the week. Well, obviously, but, like, it was the best thing to happen all week, and that's definitely not an understatement. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't really have anything else to talk about, so I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs>